Good Monday morning, and welcome to another episode of the podcast, Insanity, A Peace of Mind. I am your host, Stephanie. Episode 153 will be the end of 2023, and I am going to start some kind of a series on dialectical behavioral therapy. And it will be very informative and very useful. So I hope the subject does not scare you away because I will make this a very usable and beneficial experience for you all. Dialectical behavioral or dialectical behavior therapy, also known as DBT, was developed by a professor of psychology and psychiatry named Marsha Linehan. And she, her primary research for this was in developing something and evaluating a therapy that is evidence-based and a useful treatment for populations with high suicide risk and multiple uh, multiple severe mental disorders. I will be referencing a manual called Dialectical Behavior Therapy Skills Training Manual, which was published in 1993. Since then, there has been an explosion of research in how DBT can be applied across multiple disorders. First and foremost, like I said, it focused on the treatment of highly suicidal adults. And now there is research that demonstrates its usefulness and efficacy in adolescence, borderline personality, eating disorders, treatment-resistant depression, substance use, and several other disorders. And lest you think I'm hung up on disorders, it is not required that there be a diagnosis for people to benefit from DBT skills. So friends and family members of people with disorders or who are struggling with certain issues would certainly be benefited by understanding the concepts in dialectic, dialectical behavior therapy. And it is full of useful skills for everyday living. I happen to believe that any kids, teenagers, should understand dialectical behavior therapy skills. You could use it in elementary schools. You can use it in high schools. You can use it at home. Parents should teach their children DBT skills. A lot of this is common sense and a lot of it is practice to help make these skills more 
accessible and reproducible, so to speak. A lot of this stuff, based on what Marsha Linehan speaks about, is stuff that she has gathered from other treatment manuals, other treatment literature on evidence-based behavioral interventions. It is a cognitive behavioral therapy, for the most part, using mindfulness and emotional regulation. And so she has gathered information from other therapists, other therapies, and more or less repackaged it in this manual for use in multiple different areas and in multiple different ways. Her skills and skill handouts and worksheets are drawn from exposure therapy for anxiety disorders, from CBT, as I mentioned, from mindfulness skills, and from acceptance and commitment therapy. And so she's not reinventing new things. She is just drawing from all of this, from her research and her conversations and her experience as a therapist and putting it together in usable handouts and worksheets that can be followed more or less in multiple different venues. Dialectical behavior therapy is usually a group therapy. You can look online and find DBT groups probably near you. And they hold to a fairly consistent format with some flexibility, obviously, for group leadership and the needs of members in the group. But it is usually done in group form, and her program is, I mean, a lot of therapy groups have DBT groups, and I think they're really useful. And I am, part of the reason I'm doing this is because I am interested in learning more about DBT as we work with teenagers in my therapy practice where I work. Really, most teenagers should be doing a DBT program of some sort or another, especially if they are in therapy and their parents should be made aware of DBT skills also. I recently purchased a DBT workbook for teens that I will probably use to help support this podcast as well, because I would like to take some time and build on this as I go. Marsha Linehan indicates that this is a growing body of material. She indicates that there will be more skills and more worksheets. She talks about how you don't have to use everyone in the book and some will be more relevant than others. And depending on if you're a parent or an adolescent or dealing with anxiety or resistant depression, or if you are suicidal, there will be different reasons that you use different skills. And she 
recommends that you just follow the steps. And I'm not giving you steps necessarily. And if I remember correctly, this manual is actually a free resource that you can get online. And I warn you, it's upwards of 400 pages. And so let's get started in talking about some of the specific things that make up dialectical behavior therapy. First things first, let's actually define it. So it is a type of talk therapy. Remember I said it is a cognitive behavioral therapy and it is specifically adapted for those people who experience extreme emotions or very intense emotions comma and it's useful for everybody in everybody in everyday life not just for one population so keep in mind that this is useful across the board dialectical means combining opposite ideas so dbt focuses on helping people accept the reality of their lives and their behaviors and it helps them learn to change their lives including the behaviors that are not helpful to them that is what dialectical behavior therapy is it is broken down into one two three four five different categories of skills with the first category being general skills. This is where you kind of get oriented to what DBT is. And this would be the case if I were doing a DBT group at work or if I was, or if I were introducing DBT to a client, we would talk about personal goals we would talk about how the group is going to be run or how we will use DBT in therapy. And we'll talk about the worksheets and the handouts and how they are goal driven. We would talk about the guidelines and the assumptions that exist inside of dialectical behavior therapy. We would talk about the biosocial theory, which is an explanation as to why some people have a more difficult time managing their emotions and their behaviors than other people do. And we'll go through this. Also included in this general section is figuring out and analyzing our behaviors using some very standard CBT skills. And all of this, I'm going to reiterate, is a very skills-driven therapy. Mindfulness is the next area of focus in the dialectical behavior therapy. And this is a focus on some core mindfulness skills. Mindfulness is a central concept in DBT because you are learning to observe 
and experience your reality exactly as it is to be less judgmental about that reality and to effectively and more functionally live in that moment just as it is. These are skills that are taught early in the practice because they are foundational for all the other DBT skills. A lot of the DBT mindfulness exercises that are provided in the DBT group, if you're using the manual and attending a group, are from Eastern and Western spiritual traditions, and they are just tailored into practices that are useful for this particular uh, therapy. No reason to be particularly spiritual or religious, as is the case with most mindfulness. You just have to want to spend some time in awareness and acceptance and non-judgment. There are spiritual perspectives and they are from Buddhist traditions. They include ideas like wise mind and loving kindness. And so if you do consider spirituality an important part of your life, you can find those and implement them in a more spiritual way. The skills in the therapy itself focus on experiencing your reality, having a sense of connection to something larger than yourself, and being able to free yourself from some of the things and the burdens that cause anxiety or depression or some of our other dysregulated states. The idea behind dialectic is balancing polarities. And so each section has a goal section where you decide what your goals for that section are, but then the dialectic of that is this non-attachment to actually achieving the goal. And that's a hard concept to understand. And I just had this thread of a thought that I cannot grab onto, but it reminded me of James Clear's Atomic Habits which everybody should probably read at the beginning of a new year, but it is the idea of goals actually getting in the way of you accomplishing things. So the setting of goals, there's an element of usefulness to it, but too big of an attachment to the outcome increases discouragement and our inability to feel like we are succeeding. That's just kind of a thread of a thought that I had. The next area of focus for DBT is interpersonal effectiveness skills. And this is where 
We learn to manage interpersonal conflicts more effectively. We can learn to maintain and improve relationships with all different demographics of people, those people who are close to us or even strangers. And there are three main sections under interpersonal effectiveness. The first one is obtaining objectives skillfully. That's just a fancy way of saying dialectical behavioral therapy can teach you how to ask for what you want in ways that can be responded to. You can learn how to say no to unwanted requests and not lose friends or have people dislike you. So there is a boundary element in interpersonal effectiveness and learning how to set and hold boundaries is part of it. There is an area where you are building relationships and maybe even ending destructive relationships. So you may need help in finding friends or getting people to like you, which just means learning how to be the kind of person who people like. This isn't manipulative. You're not learning skills to get people to do things that they don't want to do. You're just learning how to be a better person in relationships. And we can all benefit from that. Also learning how to maintain positive relationships when with other people and if it is necessary to end relationships that are not good for you, the potentially destructive or unhealthy ones. And there's also an area of focus where you just learn how to be accepting, accepting of yourself and accepting of your relationship with others. So there is a lot of acceptance that goes on in DBT. And that is an important part. The next one is our emotional regulation skills. So there's a whole section on emotional regulation. And it is impossible to control our emotions. They happen very much out of our control. It is, however, entirely possible to manage them. So to a certain extent, we are all who we are. Our emotional expression or the way we express emotions or feel emotions is very much a part of us innately. They're part of our kind of internal makeup. And we can all learn to have more ability to control and manage those emotions. So in this section, there are four different areas of focus. The first one is to understand and name your emotions. I have talked about this before. Everybody should have some sort of emotion wheel or feelings wheel where they can see a larger vocabulary for sad, 
happy, angry, joyful, surprised. You need to have a bigger vocabulary so that you can have a more fulsome way of identifying what you are feeling. It's hard to change or regulate an emotion if you don't understand what its purpose is. If all you think you ever feel is sad, then you are missing out on a lot of purpose behind emotion because sad might also be rejected. Sad might also be embarrassed. Angry might be embarrassed. Angry might be dismissed. And so you have a much better opportunity at regulating the emotions if you have a bigger vocabulary. You can also learn to change your emotional responses. You might be a very sensitive emotional person and the intensity of your emotions, especially on the painful or unwanted side, are often too big to handle, too big to hold on to, too big to sit with. And so it becomes important to learn skills to change those emotional responses. You can also learn to change situations that cause these big, intense, unwanted emotions. Those are skills that you can learn in DBT. Another area of focus under emotional regulation skills is to reduce vulnerability in the to, to the emotion mind. This is where you increase your emotional resilience and you become less vulnerable to the pain that comes from certain emotions. And you also learn how to manage any kind of difficult emotions. The last identified area of focus is distress tolerance skills. And these are skills to help you tolerate and survive maybe crisis situations without making things worse. And you can learn crisis survival skills, which are techniques for tolerating any kind of painful event any kind of emotional urge or physical urge. This goes probably to the suicide focus of dialectic therapy because that's an urge and emotions when you cannot make things better right away. And also you can learn skills to basically accept your reality. And this is how and when you reduce your suffering by accepting and embracing fully the life you have, even if it's not exactly the life that you want. And those are basically the big heading sections of dialectical behavior therapy.
And that is the introduction that I'm going to leave you with. And then next week, we'll talk about some other more specific areas in these overarching sections. Because you don't have to go through the categories in order. You don't have to do the skills in order. You don't have to do the worksheets in order. If you were in a DBT group, you would probably do much of this in order with the mindfulness stuff coming first, like I said. And there is stuff in the manual that is useful for anyone and everyone at any point. I know that dialectical behavior therapy is often used in residential treatment centers, especially for youth. And it doesn't really matter what you think about those places. This is a useful therapy for teenagers. And it is skill building and education and, well, I would reverse those, education and skill building to really improve and help human beings, us, in our personal and interpersonal lives become better, honestly, more tolerable people. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, you don't know what you don't know. And until someone teaches you a new concept or you hear a new idea or you are exposed to a new understanding of something, we can't make changes. And dialectical behavior therapy as a cognitive behavioral therapy expands understanding about you as a person and your ability to be in relationships, increase your resilience, show some distress tolerance, regulate your emotions, and all of the other things that I continually talk about on this podcast. And I believe as we increase our understanding and education of these principles, and as you engage with the people you care about or the people who listen to this podcast or you share this with other people, we grow in a common language and understanding where this just feeds on itself uh, in a very, very positive and healthy way. I will leave you with a quote from Marsha Linehan. When we are free, we can look in the face of our cravings and desires and say, I don't have to satisfy you. And have a great week. Mm-hmm.